Hey everyone, welcome. My name is Atlas. I'm the host of Simulation, this YouTube channel where we uncover the nature of reality, consciousness, and maximizing human potential. I will be doing my best to elaborate on some of our metaphysics using art. So, as you can see in the notes right now, the first thing is that we want to balance perpetual kindergarten and metaphysical insight. So, that would look something like this where you have what I would say metaphysics outweighing kindergarten and the reason why is because there are not enough people that even take the big risk to take a stab at what they think the nature of reality is and there are many, many people who choose to stay in perpetual kindergarten. So I would say it's more important to take the stab at what you think the nature of reality is, but keep it balanced with that love for perpetual kindergarten along the way. So next is to be aware of the bucket of crabs which is an analogy for the evolutionary pacer so as you know in high level perception we specifically made this graphic to illustrate to you that the center of the bell curve is very frequently attempting to pull the entrepreneurs, the artists, the leaders, and especially the genius visionaries that are several standard deviations up the bell curve that are attempting to deploy code updates as portals to the rest of civilization to augment our perception and code that that evolutionary pacer typically acts like a bucket of crabs trying to pull down the geniuses, trying to escape out of the neuroticism of the pacer and trying create a game B omni-win civilization design. So it's important to stay resilient. All right, next is to encourage those that are trying. So we know that the people that are frequently like Nicholas Copernicus, that are thinking in the 0.1% on the genius code updates are mutants in many ways. 
and that they need to be encouraged and that we need even better incentive structures and encouragement and systemization of genius in our social fabric. And that last point under module A, that first bit is that we must simplify, we must use art as I and many others are getting too many 100-page metaphysics reports. So, as you know, we have people like M.C. Escher, who were able to bring things like this into our universe. And what happens is that through Explain Like I'm Five art, we can distill recursion. We can distill the self-simulation we can distill cyclic cosmology. It's very, very important to use art rather than 100-page metaphysical reports. All right. That's the future of communication, especially to Gen Z and Generation Alpha. The most powerful memetics will be disseminated via compressions and distillations of the most abstract genius level meta patterns of metaphysics, consciousness, maximizing human potential. And we plan on in 2021 and beyond doing that via animations and series and anthologies and documentaries and much much more all right on we go to the module b all right so in module b my thoughts are that the actual nature of reality needs to be a couple things i think that it should be integral, imaginative, and cyclic. And I know that there are many people that are attempting to, to do this from a mathematics and physics and artificial intelligence and theory of everything perspective in that lens. And I highly respect them as well. People like Eric Weinstein and Stephen Wolfram and Thomas Campbell and many others. And I highly respect their metaphysics. And mine is more artistic. And I find it very interesting that the word artistic and autistic are that similar to one another. And 
that I would respect at a deeper level all people that are attempting to make these genius level metaphysics and try and disseminate them as portals to the evolutionary pacer. So we'll go back to some of these thoughts again. So the integral is going to include everything, especially purpose. And so that's up here. And so here's the integral, including everything. And the second one is we want to stretch the imagination to its limits. That's that light bulb. And that we want to incorporate infinity, eternity, and consciousness. And the Ouroboros signals that. So, you notice how I specifically mentioned that especially purpose is important. We've now become very familiar with Simon Sinek's Start With Why. It's a very powerful three words. And it helps a lot for us to determine our self-actualization north stars as individuals in the symphony playing our unique melodies and instruments but on a self-realization level that we must also identify the purpose what is the purpose of these realities existing and what would that look like if we incorporated infinity, eternity into that equation? And if we used our biggest imagination, even beyond Walt Disney, even beyond Pixar, beyond Star Wars and Star Trek, beyond the world's best artists, M.C. Escher, Gaudi, beyond Dali go beyond Kahlo go beyond and in that process what will happen is you will slowly become more and more awake to what metaphysics are actually possible because we spend a lot of our time constrained without actually expressing the fullest capacity of our imagination. All right, again, integral, imaginative, and cyclic. Okay, now we will unpack module C. All right, so in module C, these are my thoughts on the actual nature of reality and they are color-coded, which will be very helpful. So let's go ahead and start with that first point. So number one is the Ouroboros tail. All right. So that's right here. We see tail 
right there, Ouroboros tail. Okay. Number two is the Big Bang. So that's right there, the next one. And I very specifically talk about how the how that Big Bang is actually the designed realities that are deployed, meaning that we actually come from the metaverse and that we designed these realities. And again, this is a hypothesis about the nature of reality of what I think the and feel the actual nature of reality is. And so that's why the tail and the Godhead both partake in that metaverse. And so we are the publishers and players. Okay, so next is the source code automata and that's that primal soup that comes from the big bang as many cosmologists and physicists talk about those very early stages and that that primal soup source code becomes a self making over time as we see with the billions of years of cosmological evolution that produce the earth approximately four and a half billion years ago which then produces approximately three and a half billion years ago the single cellular life which then becomes multicellular life which then slowly over time evolves to become us and so i will also explain number four which i think is extremely important it's usually very very underrepresented in conversations about the nature of reality and existence. And so we have to realize that it is not an accident that we are on a rock. And so this sentience was secreted on this rock and that the rock is bound gravitationally and orbiting a star 93 million miles away across a very inhospitable vacuum of space. And so because of that, what we see is a, a forcing function of being bounded to the rock because as we hypothesize about consciousness exploring infinity as our metaphysics, which means the map is unbounded, 
That's why we are eternally exploring infinity because we can never finish. Whereas in this scenario, the secretion of sentience is bounded. It's bounded to the rock. And although we have all of our great cosmological pursuits to settle across the cosmos on other celestial bodies like the moon and the Mars, which are great pursuits, which are fun and exhilarating explorations. The transcension hypothesis of John Smart of going inward into the metaverse will likely happen at the same time as we do that pursuit out as well. So, we mentioned number five, which is the secretion of sentience, which is right here. And so that is us. And there's lots of other evidence about sentience also being present in the other approximately 10 million species that exist on the planet as many of us are very familiar with the dogs and cats that we have as pets with the animals that exist throughout the biological kingdom as well as even plants and fungi having intelligence so this is very interesting to see it from a perspective that is more holistic and less simply driven by just the idea of humans being it. So, six is that over time, the mapping of chaos, that big, big map that we have that we were discussing, that map of reality becomes more and more ordered. So we order the chaos. That big map of chaos becomes more ordered. And another important thing about the bounding function is that it creates the interactions of conscious agents with each other increase because of that bounding function. So conscious agents are forced to engage and interact with one another. And that's why over the period of evolutionary time, as we explored the actual planet, what occurred is that humans ended up running into one another and there were issues with violence and there was also beauty in the exchange of culture and goods and ideas 
and over time learning that the other is actually the self again a big part of our metaphysics and that if you do things like look at what organizations like open ai have actually achieved you can look at our episode on that featuring todor markov and what you'll see is you'll see that he explains to us that open ai has simulated environments called neural mmo and in those environments what happens is that the conscious agents over time are bound in an environment and that their amount of interactions increase as more and more of them spawn on the bounded map that more and more of them spawn and they interact with each other more and more frequently so we've been doing this in artificial intelligence simulations of conscious agents on a bounded map these simulations that we run will become more and more important for us as we gain the computational capacity to simulate more and more of the actual source code of the reality as well as the conscious agents interacting in a graph theory environment and that is currently the work of donald hoffman which is his conscious agent metaphysics which is very exciting highly recommend looking into that and our interview with him on the show as well okay on we go to point number seven which is that sentience deploys languages and technologies and this is another crucial part that's right here sentiences deployment of languages and technologies because obviously the initial technologies as we could describe as the invention of fire and writing and art and the initial grunts for language the proto-language and then the initial semiotics the development of symbols and meaning and the development of the wheel and all of those inventions and our technologies and then over time that the languages ended up at around 7,000 current languages but there is a massive planetary ethnographic condensation occurring like the anthropologist Wade Davis taught us on the show you should also watch that episode of our interview with him in Vancouver and that over time the languages are very very clearly becoming concentrated 
in the main planetary languages like English and Mandarin and Arabic and Spanish. And so there's a power law distribution and Wade Davis said that the speed at which we are losing a language on the planet is every two weeks. And there's a lot of profound things for us to learn about those native tongues that are disappearing around the planet. So we should be investing more of our resources into anthropology and archaeology across the planet and linguistics in order to retain those native tongues and to investigate them because they may have very important and profound aphorisms and ideas that will be ex extremely important in modernity. So eventually what occurs is that is that sentience as especially it's developing its most cutting-edge technologies including the ones that we have today slowly begins to try and understand itself more and more and so you have you have here in eight, the struggle to understand itself, again, on this evolutionary path on the Ouroboros, the struggle to understand itself, eight. And so my understanding of that is that in the last couple thousand years, what has happened is that we've had a massive effort in perennial spiritual philosophy and mystic traditions and wisdoms from the Vedic Rishis to the ancient Egyptians and Mesopotamians and the Chinese and the Taoists and the Buddhists and the Abrahamic traditions and the Aborigines and the African spiritual traditions and the Native American spiritual lineages and what they thought was that consciousness is fundamental and that consciousness is it, that you are it. I and my father are one, John 10.30, Tatvam Asi, of the Sanskrit tradition, you are that, Wahat al-Wujud, of the Sufi metaphysics, the unity of all being in existence, the Tao, of Taoism, Advaita Vedanta, the Atman and the Brahman are one. There are a 
ridiculous amount of pointings of sentience really undergoing the process of truly getting there over thousands of years and that just basically having the most fundamental issue of discussing with one another over time what that exact is and figuring out how to properly coexist on that point number eight the struggle to understand itself now leading up to more modern times what happened in the last 500 years is the obsession with science and that science is not a phenomenon that was invented 500 years ago science is a phenomenon that for thousands of years has been in practice over figuring out how to most effectively breed crops together how to most effectively study the nature of our own consciousness and existence so science is a much much older phenomenon than just 500 years and the true scientists are those that investigate the nature of their own consciousness first as Bentinho Massaro has been promulgating as well so I highly recommend watching his Mirror Talks series. So, in the last 500 years specifically, we've had an obsession with the investigation of the, quote, exterior, and that that physicalism of investigation has been both exciting in bringing physical flourishing in meeting the basic needs of people around the planet with the nutrients of the seed of the human just like we analogize in high level perception to the tree that we're able to meet those nourishing needs of the roots of the human with basic water and food and shelter and clean air and love and education and electricity and technology and healthcare, and that's enabling the fruits of that tree of that seed of that human to blossom and flourish so point number eight is that science has enabled a lot with the physicalism very recently it's also made a strong influence on the interior to not be as much of a primary focus and so we have many spiritualists and philosophers and people that study genius and people that study morals and ethics and awareness and perception and reality that are saying that we cannot just study physicalism we must also study the subject we must study consciousness we must study awareness and so in the process there is a big synthesis that is happening right now between physicalism and spirituality 
And that synthesis of science and spirituality is about to lead to a massive renaissance. And it's very, very exciting. So sentience has struggled to understand itself, which is number eight. And what's happened now is that we found ourselves in point number nine. So that's right here. So point number nine on the Ouroboros, we have passed many Fermi filters and we're slowly having our own nature be unveiled. So in essence, we have passed the asteroid Fermi filter, which came about 66 million years ago and wiped out the dinosaurs and we haven't really had that problem too much <laughs> but that doesn't guarantee that it that we should not be prepared just in case so we definitely should be and that we have somewhat passed the nuclear bombs fermi filter which was opened up to us about 75 years ago and although we are still struggling to eradicate the over 10,000 nuclear weapons that are on the planet the proliferation era of being the word of the day as Tom Lehrer would say is and who's next being slowly over time less and less of a problem because more and more people are waking up to mutually assured destruction being a massive catastrophic issue and needing to focus on mutually assured peace as Tristan Tyler Blake said on our episode a couple days ago so there's that Fermi filter and then we're in the middle of the Fermi filter of the Anthropocene right now. So we are noticing the and it's helpful for you guys to have this visual asset. And this is the one from High Level Perception Chapter 10 on Infinity in the bottom right corner. So we're in that Ouroboros, we got through the asteroid, we're getting through the nuclear bomb, we're in the middle of the Anthropocene, which is at the bottom, which we have to make sure that we get through the the lack of foresight of the interconnectedness and interdependence of everything on the planet, and humans can't just go and dump toxic waste into the rivers because it enters the hydrological cycle and that's why we had the EPA formed and that's why today we're having all of the EPPP problems the environmentally persistent pharmaceutical pollutant issues in our hydrological cycle and that's why we need incentives for long-term thinking as there are places like the Congo and Amazon and Brazil that are being incentivized to think in short term and destroy the biodiversity 
and the carbon sequestration capacities of the forests and the acidification of the oceans where the phytoplankton provide us with 70% of our O2 and we take 20,000 of those breaths of O2 every single day. So we're waking up to the interconnectedness. And then the other Fermi filters, which is we're approaching here in these next couple of decades is the bio-warfare one. And then the AGI one. So those are the those are the Fermi filters. And sentience has yet to fully pass those. And as you know, there is also the Kardashev scale and that we are not even at number one yet on the Kardashev scale, which is the full sustainable life living on planet Earth. We are still not sustainably living on planet Earth, so we are approximately at a 0.7 on the Kardashev scale. And then to be at the next ranks on the Kardashev scale, we need to harvest, harness the power of nuclear fusion. That's mandatory, absolutely. And those that are scientifically literate know that it is extremely possible to and that it's our most abundant way forward to harness the power of fusing atoms more taking out energy than we put in to create the actual fusion and there's great technologies that are being developed like the stellarator right now beyond the tokamak which is very exciting and there's massive investments that are happening in that space which is very exciting and that will help us tremendously as we move forward especially with desalination and providing the basic need of water across the planet and enabling that more bountiful abundant future that all of our hearts know is possible so we are being in a sense we are being we are being titrated what the Greeks called anamnesia, which is remembrance. And so from the Godhead, in a sense, we are being titrated. This is our North Star up here, and we're being titrated. Anamnesia, remembrance, and the one of the big ideas that, for example, Igor Lenterman was just on our show about on the semantic web teaching us about that and his company atomic search and i highly recommend watching that episode and what he asked me was what was the pattern of the 1000 plus geniuses that i studied in 2020 and my answer to him was that i think that the meta pattern of genius is that they reverse engineered the Godhead. So meaning that I think that genius, no matter where they show up 
here that genius sees this and whether it's conscious or subconsciously that they build and architect the source code deployments those code updates that they create to get us to this godhead the portals that come to pull up the rest of the bell curve so the bell curve is always evolving towards the godhead and that's the that's the star here in high level perception chapter four portals so the bell curve is always evolving to the godhead and the geniuses the visionaries are the ones that are reverse engineering that godhead in deploying the anamnesia the remembrance the titrated code updates to the evolutionary pacer to upgrade people's perception and awareness and consciousness more and more towards that recursive godhead so what happens is that there are all of these unveilings that occur and that we can very easily say that many of these unveilings occurred in that period of time of thousands of years as I was mentioning earlier of that perennial spiritual philosophy and mystic traditions and wisdoms as they were investigating their own consciousness and awareness that those were the unveilings of the nature of reality at that time but really all the way up to modernity now more and more and more whether we talk about the invention of the Model T or Henry Ford, whether we talk about the invention of the airplane with the Wright brothers, what's happened is that it's enabled us to go around the planet. Now there's 100,000 commercial flights that happen around the planet every single day. And more and more people, as we've globalized, have landed in different places around the planet and they've looked at other humans in the eyes directly into their pupils and they've breathed and the other has also breathed and they've realized the self that they share that being and that is eradicating xenophobia that is creating more xenophilic people, people that love foreign cultures, people that love the beauty of all cultures, and it's two-part, the way that they see that self is because they know that we come from the same source and this is chapter 8 the magic trick we all come from that same source as Sri Aurobindo says diversity in oneness 
And then the second way we know the self in the other is this, that the calculus of consciousness. So it's synthesizing a principle from physicalism with spirituality. So we are the integration of all of the infinitesimal data of 0 to 8 billion consciousness and 10 million species all as a planetary organism that integration that 99.9% .9 genetic similarity between humans and the derivation, the derivative, the differentiation is the 0.1% of each unique individual nerve ending acting as their own artist, being their own unique melody or instrument that is being played in the symphony of that oneness. So it's the oceanic integration and the unique individuation of the artistic expression. And that's the synthesis of the East and the West, the unity with the individuation. And this is where I think we go beyond non-duality. We go beyond non-duality to respect the teachings of the West, the beauty, the beauty of the individuation, because guess what? It is the individual that is the portalist. It's the individual that deploys the code updates to the evolutionary pacer and augments their perception and upgrades their consciousness. And many times that portalist, that individual, is highly supported by teams of dozens or hundreds or thousands of other teammates that are helping deploy these big code updates as we are seeing currently with the technology of the automotive company like Tesla. Okay. Most, though, I would say, the current technologies that are unveiling our own nature to us are the field of virtual realities because the augmented and the mixed realities are as well but specifically the virtual realities because more and more as they become indistinguishable and the more that we enable ourselves with bio and neurotechnology and we synthesize together in their artificial general intelligence and simulation theory, the more that we put those fields together, the more that we enter into the virtual designer realities in these next couple of decades that are indistinguishable. And before you know it, that Ready Player One is a documentary that the 
idea of going inward, as we also saw in the Black Mirror episode as well, is actually a documentary that we see that we're going inward and we're spending days and weeks and months and years in these indistinguishable virtual worlds and that we realize more and more as an unveiling mechanism to the nature of our own consciousness and awareness that this in itself this is a hypothesis a metaphysical hypothesis that this in itself is already that 80 year virtual reality that we are playing so we are building right now the most unveiling mechanism for the nature of our own sentience and awareness and consciousness and other technologies that are like that are the blockchain and decentralization technologies where you can literally see things like Bitcoin and Ethereum being literally modeled after mycelium intelligence that's over a billion years old mycorrhizal networks that have a two-way resource exchange with 95 percent of plants underground that enabled plants to flourish on land and in many ways that enabled humans to flourish on land that we are biomimicking that decentralized intelligence of mycelium it's embedded in biology as an archetype that's why the internet evolved that is why the decentralization technologies that are borderless like bitcoin and ethereum and the cryptocurrencies are emerging and taking over the corruption of the fiat currencies that have had massive beneficial impact but also insanely detrimental effect with the asymmetries like we saw in the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis where we have a massive risk that the bankers take and they have no skin in the game in terms of having the potential detriments of the downfall and so they can have the benefit but that they socialized the as a tax on us to bail out the banks a massive asymmetry no more no more the decentralization revolution is here that's another awakening mechanism again these are all awakening mechanisms the more you wake up and realize that the entheogens unleashing the divine within that are found all around the planet are secreted by us as codes that we embedded so that they would wake us up more to the nature of reality just like we've had with the internet and just like we've had with the spiritual revelations and just like we've had with the decentralization technology so now we are at that stage where sentience has had more and more of its own nature unveiled okay so now we are at 10 which is that ouroboros godhead and metaverse recursion so so this one is very much so 
right around the corner. So that's right up here, number 10. The Ouroboros Godhead and Metaverse Recursion right here. And so what we hypothesize is the actual nature of reality is that as we discussed the metaverse is the synthesis of mixed realities artificial general intelligence simulation theory biotech neurotech and as that all amalgamates together what occurs is these infinite designer virtual worlds and that you get to as a catalog as a phenomenological qualia catalog for you to experience get to immerse yourself into them and so that is simply what this is that this is an iteration a combinatoric of consciousness exploring infinity and this combinatoric this iteration is simply the four limb two eyed carbon based dna encoded creatures these soul vehicles that we're in that that's the flavor we can say chocolate and that you have to use your imagination to go beyond chocolate and that is what these indistinguishable virtual designer realities are of the metaverse all of the other flavors and so that is what we hypothesize as the metaverse recursion so what happens is very simple it's that at this godhead that we are reverse engineering this north star it's anamnesia remembrance that what we're doing is we're entering into the next tales and the next tales are different combinatorics the next tales the next tales are not this exact same one consciousness has already explored this iteration there are many more iterations to explore and if you watch the Benoit Mandelbrot's infinite fractal zoom on Mathstown what you'll see at that center point at that source point is you'll see that we hypothesize that actually in that top left corner that that source light refracting through that prism is an analogy that we are using for the speed at which these iterations and combinatorics are being made at that speed and so that is truly what consciousness exploring infinity is that's what we hypothesize and we are but one iteration and combinatoric
and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's perfect. We are the publishers and players. There are no bugs. There are only features. It's what we designed and it's what we are waking up to is the nature of our being. So what I'll do is I will take you now for the uh, brief review again that the actual nature of reality being as a hypothesis the Ouroboros tail the Big Bang that source code automata the bounding function sentience evolving ordering chaos languages and technologies evolving the struggle to understand ourselves, passing Fermi filters unveiling our own nature and the Ouroboros Godhead metaverse recursion. Okay, so what I'll do is I will take you to the last module where I've tried to create one more visualization for you. And I've talked about this already, that we are consciousness exploring infinity. Three words. Our metaphysics is three words. Consciousness exploring infinity. You can also say source exploring infinity. And three words is the metaphysics. So. And Sri Aurobindo and the Mother Miral Fossa also use the diversity in oneness which is another great three words. Those are our second three words that we're using for our metaphysics. So consciousness exploring infinity and diversity and oneness, which you can see there is the second point there. And I'll go ahead and I'll show you this graphic where I also illustrate the deterministic recursive telos with that Bayesian cloud and also that candy store analogy that we learned from Donald Hoffman. Okay. And so in this graphic, you can see that all we're doing is we're trying to um, look at that same Ouroboros and we're just trying to look at it from another perspective. Okay, so the same Ouroboros that we looked at in the first graphic, but just from another perspective. And so what we're showcasing here is that this is that that starting point of that tail and how we programmed in the recursive telos. So this Godhead, this Godhead right here is programmed in to the recursive telos, right? So this, the Godhead of recursive telos is programmed into the tail start. So the tail start has the recursive telos of the Godhead programmed in it. Now the difference is this is not a deterministic system. This is like Robert May's logistic map, which what that means is that this entire space here is a big Bayesian cloud. So what you have to do is you have to you have to do things like attempt. You have to attempt to bring bring in other fields 
from physicalism, from, in this sense, quantum mechanics, the electron cloud. And in this case, what we're trying to do is create an analogy and where there are the dense areas in the quantum mechanical electron cloud, that similar analogy can be used for the Ouroboros process of the conscious agents, the diverse conscious agents in oneness. So there's that second point, diversity, diversity in oneness and that this big Bayesian cloud space has dense spots on it, which as this diversity and oneness dynamically evolves, the dense spots also change over time, and, th and the Darwinian metaphysics comes into play, where the possibility if these, if we do not get our shit together, we may fall to some of the Fermi filters and not reach the Godhead. And so that's the illustration here that you have the diversity, you have the oneness. So the diversity is that blue, the oneness is that purple, and that the and that the Bayesian cloud is this red pink. Again, so we have the Bayesian cloud as the pink, and that red as the recursive telos that is programmed into the tail start that then is evolving towards the godhead but that has a massive creative possibility space okay all right i'm glad that i was also able to to share that with you uh, another visualization of consciousness exploring infinity and again i rec highly recommend watching the interview with donald hoffman who's doing the conscious agent metaphysics right now the actual math behind that and he brings up the candy store analogy which is very fascinating which we mentioned a little bit earlier as well so this iteration this combinatoric is just chocolate and that we are going into the infinite design and realities to explore all of the other possibilities in that infinite candy store of tastes and that's another fascinating revelation to me. I believe it was just two days ago on the program. We've been asking, quote, silly questions at the end of the show. And one of the silly questions we ask is, what is your favorite food? I didn't actually realize that that was a metaphysical question. But it is. Because the same way that conscious agents have diverse preferences in taste is the same way that we as consciousness have diverse preference in taste of phenomenological experience mind blown and that's why when we go in again on the metaverse level there's going to be many many different combinatorics and iterations to explore and it's going to be beautiful and that's why sir roger penrose noble laureate in physics in 2020 believes in cyclic cosmology which is fascinating and this is his quote which is which is in our chapter 10 this is very exciting stuff that this is that this is in mainstream 
mainstream now, guys. It's exciting. There was something before the Big Bang, and that something is what we will have in our future. Sir Roger Penrose. Super exciting. And he's actually working with uh, Stuart Amroff and a bunch of the other synthesis in the field of physicalism and consciousness spirituality which is very exciting so that is that is it um that's it there's these there were these modules again that loving balance of perpetual kindergarten and metaphysical insight and encouragement for those that are trying simplifying using art thinking integrally using your imagination thinking cyclically especially on the purpose incorporating infinity eternity consciousness that actual nature of reality it's a very very exciting trying to map out that actual ouroboros in detail for us over time this will evolve and we will become better at this using higher quality animation teams get to that in just a moment and then d module consciousness exploring infinity that diversity and oneness that big Bayesian cloud of creative possibilities as we go to that godhead and all of the infinite tastes in the candy store so so yeah so it's it's going to be awesome here in los angeles as you've seen we've been doing so many of these powerful interviews so far and that we're only at the beginning the entirety of the bottom of the iceberg has yet to be excitingly uh, artistically expressed by our show here and many of the things that are there are not just these interviews and not just these these fun graphical artistic representations of what we think is and feel is the nature of existence consciousness reality maximizing human potential but that we also are excited to leverage our capacities out here in the mimetic capital of the planet to disseminate animations series anthologies documentaries more content and we're in discussions right now on building out that three space for our 2021 animated series which is very very exciting which we will be excitingly centered around awakening especially young people to the investigation of their own reality and consciousness which is super duper duper exciting so this has been a another uh, attempt to distill artistically the actual nature of reality a hypothesis at what we think and feel it is and we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below please let us know how you feel about this and also feel free to build on top of it feel free to make content yourselves about this and we would love to over time be more and more 
close artistically in our distillations to what the actual nature of reality is. So also like the video, subscribe, share the video with other people, especially people that you know are further up on that bell curve interested in the nature of consciousness and awareness and reality and maximize human potential. Send this especially to them. And hopefully we can even get some people closer to that center part of the bell curve. Like, hmm, what were some of those concepts? Let me go look them up. And then maybe they go and attend some of the actual practices where they go and do the inner investigation, which is exciting. So and I just, again, I just highly encourage us to use art in our distillations, and I highly encourage us to support the, the artists, the entrepreneurs, the spiritual leaders, the scientists and engineers that are actually trying to maximize human potential, that are actually trying to uncover the nature of reality and existence and being and shoot portals into the center of the bell curve, acting as those code updates and those upgrades for the rest of society to awaken so support them you can support us our links are in the bio below and that's it everyone go and build the future manifest your dreams in the world self-actualize and self-realize both achieve the north star and have consciousness fully fully understand its own nature i love you very much thank you for tuning in we'll see you soon peace